Harris. This is the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do these a couple of times a week. Please subscribe and send these on to anybody you think might be interested in the particular topics that I discuss, which are varied and numerous to say the least, because I get bored with the same topic all the time, don't you? You can also catch me Sunday nights live 7 to 9 p.m. in St. Louis, 97.1 FM Talk. That information will be in the description of the podcast. I don't talk about politics on this podcast that often. If you listen to these, you know that. I don't do politics that often on my radio show, not because it's not important. If it is important, it's a story. I'll talk about it. But I prefer social issues, and I don't live for politics like some other people. But I had a conversation with somebody the other day that I wanted to chat about because this person used to be a Republican and now she says she's not anymore because she hates Trump. She doesn't like what Trump has done about this or that or the other. And I didn't really want to get into it with her, but I should have asked her, well, so does that mean that you're going to vote for all Democrats forever just because you don't like one guy? Is that what we're saying here? And then she proceeded to tell me how narcissistic he was. And I said, well, name a politician who isn't. And, uh, you know, this and that about Trump. Okay, I've never been somebody to defend everything Trump says or does. I know he's a guy who's very full of himself. I get it. I do also think that he does care about America, unlike some other people. But I wasn't going to get into a tit-for-tat conversation about it with this person because she clearly just everything Trump does is terrible and no complaints about Biden, I guess. In other words, she said something like, well, Trump had all those documents. I said, so did Biden under his Corvette. Yeah, well, Biden gave them all back. I said, how do you know that? CNN tell you that? And now, of course, just to back up what I'm saying, the DOJ report has come out, you know, about Biden and the documents and the fact that he's about half there. She's still defending him because she hates Trump that much. It's just odd. And she kept asking me what news sources I check. I check both sides every day. Every day. As a matter of fact, I read more left-leaning stuff than I do right because I know what the right's going to say. And it's not every website, but a lot of websites, you know what they're going to say. I don't really care to read what I already know or I've already said myself or thought myself. And I hate to shock anybody, but I don't sit around in my house all day watching Fox News and yelling at the TV. I haven't had cable TV, any of these channels, in years. In years. They're thrilled when you say you listen to both sides. But they never do it. A person who watches CNN never watches Fox. They never watch anything else. They never look at what the other side has to say about anything. And besides that, there aren't actually two sides. There are more like three sides, right? There's your side, my side, and the truth somewhere in the middle, right? But they'll never even look at their own biases and the fact that they only watch CNN or something like that. I actually had a woman say to me once, I don't talk politics when I'm off the air, believe it or not. I'm not the one who brings it up at cocktail parties or dinner. I don't. I don't want to talk about it when I'm off the air. But this woman was talking about something and she said, well, I'm very informed. I read The Economist and I listen to NPR and I started laughing. I practically spit up my drink. But she really gave me that look. That smug, self-satisfied look telling me, oh, yes, well, I know everything because I listen to two liberal sources. Oh, okay, sweetie. So back to this woman I was having lunch with. I mean, she, all she does is talk about Trump being a narcissist as if that's a new thing for politicians, right? I mean, politicians, I know a lot of them. I've known a lot of them since before they were politicians. They're a different breed of cat. Can we all agree? Left, right, whatever. They're just different, Right. We're all different. We're all suited for certain things. For example, talk show hosts are all, you know, we all feel like we know everything. We're all a little self-righteous, right? Right? We, we just are that way. We, it's the gene that we have. We want to tell everybody off. I've been doing it since I was three, according to my mother. This is just, you know, we're just suited for certain things, right? 
I mean, what do you want? Some sweetness and light, mealy mouth person, male or female, to run the free world? I don't. I want somebody with some backbone and some beliefs. You may not like Trump's bombastic personality. There are aspects of it I don't like either. Like just this week, he was bashing Taylor Swift. Shut up, please, Trump. Stop. Why do you have to attack a singer? This is what makes me crazy about him as a Trump voter twice. And I've interviewed him twice, and he's been nothing but nice. And a lot of people say that about him. One-on-one, he's very nice. He is very nice, and he's very personable. So it's not about his personality. Well, maybe it is to some people. I'm not here to defend Trump. I don't need to defend Trump. But the people who hate him just ascribe every possible human fault to him. And they say nothing about Biden. I mean, look at Biden with the crackhead son. Trump doesn't have any crackhead kids, does he? Trump's not funneling money from his kids to any countries, is he? Trump's not using his kids as bag men in any way, is he? Has Trump been unfaithful? Yes, he has. Has Biden been unfaithful? I don't know. Press would never talk about it if he had been, right? I mean, the ex-husband of Jill, Dr. Jill, claims that Biden uh, took her away from him. I don't know what the truth is. I really don't. We don't know what the truth is about the family dynamics, the fact that Joe Biden can't seem to keep his hands off little girls. I mean, you see it publicly. Imagine what goes on behind closed doors. It's very, very disconcerting, to say the least. But nobody talks about that. They'll talk about Trump in some dressing room when they have no idea what went on in that dressing room. Nobody knows. But if you hate Trump, you're sure that what she's saying is the truth. And I voted for Trump twice, and I don't know. I'm not saying she's lying. I don't know the truth. See, I'm being intellectually honest about it and admitting his failures when he has them. Or at least being open-minded and willing to listen to some evidence, which people like her are not when it comes to Biden. It's really quite insulting. And I've got to tell you, the idea that I would vote for Trump again, and I will if he's the nominee, doesn't mean that I'm A, okay with everything he says or does, B, believe he's going to totally turn this country around miraculously, or C, think he's the great hope for the future of America. I don't believe any of those things. But I believe that he's better than Biden. And that's what it comes down to. Now, you can say, oh, RFK Jr. is going to be running and there are choices. There are always choices. There are always choices. We can vote for somebody else and throw your vote away. You can do that if you want to, but what it comes down to is the two major parties. You can disagree with me. It doesn't matter to me if you do. Go ahead. Throw your vote away. I'm not going to throw my vote away. There are things about Trump that I don't like. And do I honestly think that Trump is going to turn this country around completely? No, I do not. I don't believe that for a second, partly because, as I've said in previous podcasts, we have a spiritual problem in this country, a spiritual problem that Donald Trump is not going to solve. He is not a social conservative. And there are a lot of issues that are near and dear to my heart as a social conservative that Trump's not concerned about at all. But there are other things that he can do that I do appreciate, and hopefully he could get things back on track when it comes to energy policy and not getting us into another war and all kinds of things like that that matter to me very much. But the idea that I would put my trust into any politician or that I'm going to vote for Trump, so therefore I'm da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da, it's insulting. I've never said that to one of my friends. Well, you know, you're going to vote for Biden, so therefore, and I almost said to this lady, I did mention Ralph Northam, remember him? the Democrat governor of Virginia who talked about once a baby was born, they could go ahead and kill it. I mean, basically make a decision after it was born. Remember that? And not one Democrat denounced it. I mentioned that to her and she kind of didn't really know that story. But I wanted to say, oh, so you're good with killing a baby after it's born? 
And she'd probably say, well, no, even if you're pro-choice, you wouldn't say that. Well, no. And I could say, well, yeah, you are. If you're going to vote for Biden, that's exactly what you're supporting. So let's stick with your logic and what you're accusing me of if I support Trump. You're accusing me of the same thing, right? But I didn't say that because I was trying to keep it friendly and not get into a big confrontational discussion, right? And she actually said, oh, well, Biden goes to church and he does this and he does that. Biden goes to church. He's pro-abortion. And she happens to be, not be a pro-life person. Okay, fine. That's your choice. That's your choice. But once again, there are things that a lot of people who are Republicans who might be pro-choice don't necessarily agree with Trump on. We're not going to get everything we want from anybody. But one thing that affects all normal people is the price of groceries, the price of utilities, the price of gasoline, the price of housing. All of these things are out of reach. They're driving the middle class into the ground. And that is something a lot of people who are conservative are looking to Donald Trump to potentially turn around. So once again, how much of that do I think Trump could turn around on a dime? I don't really know how much, if all, of it he can turn around. And I know a lot of Republicans who are not on board with Trump because they're mad about the shot. They believe that he got the shot through, which is true, as I've said in previous podcasts. Donald Trump, was they used him, they used his ego, they used his narcissism to get the shot pushed. Because they wanted Trump to get the win, or they wanted to get the win, and they wanted Trump. They let him take credit for, oh, look at me. It's Operation Warp Speed. Look what I did. And behind the scenes, they're going, he, 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 he. They just used Trump. I know that. We all know that. But once again, that doesn't mean that I'm not aware of these things. I'm voting for Trump because I'm not going to vote for Biden or anybody the Democrats put forth. I don't know who that'll be by November. I'm not going to do it. So a vote for Trump is a vote against their policies. I was more along the lines of Ted Cruz or uh, Ron DeSantis or somebody else. That's the kind of person I am. I want somebody who's a fiscal conservative and a social conservative. But I'm not going to get all that from any of these people. You're not going to get what you want. But I am tired of people who refuse to see the double standard applied to everything Trump does is bad, 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 and nothing Biden does is bad, bad, bad. I'm intellectually honest enough to acknowledge the things I don't like about President Trump and still prefer him over Biden. But the people who love Biden won't acknowledge that the man cannot complete a sentence. They're not worried about that? Well, I am. I had somebody say to me the other day, well, Trump's a liar. And I said, about what? She couldn't come up with one example. Because she watches mainstream news, and that's what they say. Trump lied, Trump lied, Trump lied. What do you, just tell me what he lied about. I'm listening. I had a friend of mine who's a black friend of mine for decades say to me, well, Trump's a racist. And I said, okay, how is he a racist? I'm waiting. Just give me an example. Just tell me. I'm listening. I'll hear you out. Nothing. She couldn't come up with one example of how Trump's a racist. And so that's the problem. If you hate Trump, you don't even think clearly. And I'm not saying you can't be an intelligent, clear-thinking person and hate Trump. I'm not saying that. But some of these people, and I hate the phrase Trump derangement syndrome because I hate talking points, but some people just lose their minds with this hatred for him and refuse to see anything anybody else does as ever being bad. You have to think clearly about these people. They're human beings. That is all they are. They are fallible. They are going to make promises they cannot deliver on. But you've got to choose which one you think is closer to what you ultimately want. That's the way I look at it. And my advice to Trump, which he has not asked for, would be very, very simple.
stay on message, avoid unforced errors, you know, have a disciplined campaign, focus on what you're going to do for the country instead of getting personal with everybody like Taylor Swift and Nikki Haley's husband and all those things. It makes me crazy as a Trump voter. I want Trump back because I want control of the borders. Not sure he can totally achieve that, but certainly he can make it better. I want to stay out of wars we don't need to be in. I'd like to turn the economy around. I'd like to stop apologizing for conservative values like so many people feel they have to these days. I think these things are important. But unfortunately, there are a lot of people who support Trump who act like he's the second coming, like he's going to be able to turn the country around and he's our great hope. And if it's not for Trump, everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket. Really? You're putting all that in a politician? You shouldn't. Not any of them. Here's another thought. How about finding those 85,000 children that they admit they've lost who came in illegally? And I'm sure that's a low number. Where are those kids? I'd like to see somebody do that. All we heard about under Trump was kids in cages. Now nobody even cares where the kids are. They could very well be in dog cages in somebody's house for all we know. We don't know. But we know Biden will never do anything. He doesn't even know where he is. And that's one of the many, many reasons that no matter who the Democrats put up, Trump is going to get my vote. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget you can join me Sunday night live, 97.1 FM Talk, 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. You can find me at Heidi Harris Show, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Rumble. Check them all out at HeidiHarrisShow.com. And please leave a comment on this video or this uh, podcast if you'd like to. Let me know how you feel about it. And please pass it on to somebody else you think might appreciate it. And never forget, it's okay to get disgusted. I do too, but don't get despondent. God is still very firmly in charge. Here's Tony Scottwell. Scottwell.